I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about the Declaration of Independence. So get your John Hancock. And let's get civical. Buddy. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. I try to, you know, I try to mix it up. And every time, you every do. time I'm in the middle of it and I'm like, I don't know where this is going. And I just sit here and like, look at you. You look at her and you're like, freak out. She's going to drown. She's going to drown. <laughs> she's Her face is off of her face. Yeah. And she's going to drown. My face is currently not attached to my face. <laughs> I'm so tired but that's okay i've got a cute little iced coffee Mm -hmm. i've got i've got the dream of this nation yeah my fingertips this is a startup nation it's a startup nation guys we're doing the declaration of independence today we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be we're gonna do it we're gonna do it um we're gonna tell you what's in it we're gonna tell you who wrote the thing we're gonna tell you 
like the process. Yeah. The pro- like what what goes into writing a declaration, declaration of independence? Right. I mean, first it's you- not like your other declarations. <laughs> it's totally different. It's totally different. First, you need your coffee. First, 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 what, you need coffee. What these guys did was first they went and got iced coffee, right? And then they were like, "All right, big ideas. What are they? <laughs> what do we have? Let's right, brainstorm. Let's, let's, let's write it on the chalkboard. What Just do we have? Say it out loud. Like, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Free form. Free form. It's literally a liberal arts class. That's what this <laughs> is. It's a, it's a creative writing class. That's what the Declaration of Independence writing session was like. Exactly. We have notes about that. We do have it's notes in the it. Smithsonian. Guys, it's the funniest thing. Okay, start us off. So we're going to start off. We're going to talk about who wrote the Declaration of Independence. So the Second Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence on, you guessed it, July 4th. <laughs> Heard of it. Heard of it. Heard of it. I uh, also like, and this is an episode we have to do because it just, it tickles me that we're at the Second Continental Congress because it's like what happened to the First Continental Congress. Like the first one was like, couldn't do it, couldn't make it, yeah, and now no. we're at the second. Right. But it's, it's like, like basically it the like, same group of people. It's totally. It's the exact same group of people. It's the exact. It's John, 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 and the goat and being the goat. like, "Let's rebrand." Right. The Second Continental Congress. Oh, like, amazing! What if they just now kept it works. Rebranding, and then they didn't write this until they were the Fifth Continental Congress, <laughs> the Thirteenth Continental Congress. <laughs> Still, oh John, God. John, John, and, and the goat. goat. Yeah. So and maybe yeah. like a bob. Um. Yeah, so July 4th, 1776 was when uh, the Second Continental Congress adopted Adopted. the document that was written by Thomas Jefferson, although he wasn't like... He was not the only one. He wasn't. This sly little dog, this little slithery (laughs) snake, TJ really worked this angle because he was one of five people. He was one of five people. He did write most of it, but then they actually didn't give him credit for for authoring it until later, like until like twenty years later. Yeah. Um, who get who got credit at first? Was it nobody? All, nobody. Nobody did. No. It was like this is we are all one. It's the goat. It's the goat. It's well, the they, goat. I I put notes in here about it because I was actually like, we need to go back to this. There's like the sentiment at the time was like political separateness like you're not supposed to like fight with one another you're not supposed to claim ownership of stuff like that is so wild Can individualism you like was not a thing yeah. until later and Which so, is so it's very that's very communist they were very it's very like traditionally progressive like like what? were they progressives yes yes were they also straight white men yes, yes. <laughs> well probably we know that they were all straight that'd be fun Wow, good point. You're Mm -hmm. so right. Mm -hmm. Definitely John and John were not straight. They were not straight. The goat, certainly a bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. June. Happy Pride. Uh, Um. I'm very excited for Pride. (laughs) And to loop that back around... All, not all the founding fathers were straight. Like, statistically speaking. Well, it's it's an impossibility and also, like... Sorry, Alexandra Hamilton. We've read your diaries. Right. <laughs> you were kind of a drama The queen. proof is in the pudding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've seen your writings. We know. We know. And it's okay. It's all right. This is just who you are. Yep. And we accept you. Exactly. So the Dec- Declaration of Independence was drafted by Thomas Jefferson, but also it was a committee of other men. Called the Committee of Five. <laughs> this the Committee of Five. Made up of, you guessed it, Five, Five men, men. <laughs> John, who were John Adams, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, obviously, and then two people who we have completely I forgotten. Know. Never who, heard like, of these in my life. No credibility. Roger Sherman and Robert Livingston. Shout out to Roger and Robert. 
Sorry, Sorry we forgot you. Lost this is very a George. This is a George Mason situation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They, like they wrote the dec- They're in the writers group for the Declaration of Independence. Could you imagine I being can't. in the writers group? No, they would not have <laughs> me. <laughs> I would not be selected for that writers group. No, they would be like, ding, ding, ding. We would like more tea. We would. Lo- I would be like, look, we're not doing this unless there's tequila. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grab the goat. Where's my whiskey? We're going to the bar. <laughs> Yeah, the Committee mm. of Five. What a silly name. It's so funny. It's a, it's so on the nose. It's so on the nose. I'm like, you could have been anything. The you Independence been any- Committee, right. the Declaration Committee. Right. The we're super cool. We're going to write a document that breaks up with Great Britain Committee. Like literally anything. anything. You could have. They could have five of us and we're a committee. A committee of five. five. That's brilliant. Right. John, like- that's brilliant. Well, thank you, John. And, you know, and jo- John, John, John. Did you hear we're the committee of five? <laughs> no way, John. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a go. That's a go. <laughs> Put it on the business cards. I feel uh, like if Frank Sinatra could come up with like the Rat Pack. Yeah. Like that great oh name. Oh, my God. It's rhyming-ish. I it sounds that. good. Taylor Swift squad. Like, come on. Come on. Do, do something. Something creative. Okay. So Jefferson was tasked with writing the first draft because the rest of the men thought he was good with words. <laughs> All right, who writes the best? <laughs> Tom. Tommy, that's you. Tom, you write the best. You're good with the words. You're good with the words. Um, and then the others went through and edited it, edited it once Jefferson had like a draft of it. And then yeah. it was edited again by Congress. 56 members of Congress signed Oof. the Declaration of Independence. One of them as late as November. Where were you? He Where was stuck in a you? buggy. He was literally on his way to sign the Declaration of Independence for four months. For four months. He was like, I'm coming. Oklahoma is God. far. Sending oh, wait, another. Was in Oklahoma? No, Oklahoma was certainly not a certainly state not a in state 1776. Then. We had 13 colonies. Georgia. Georgia. He's coming Georgia. from Georgia. It's weird to me that Georgia was a 13 colony. I know. It feels, like, feels, it feels like one that we would have They still haven't there. earned it. They have certainly not earned no. Yeah. So then the authorship, like I said, was originally anonymous and Jefferson didn't. Anonymous? Did I say anonymous? You just said anonymous. <laughs> ah, ah. Welcome. You Roll know what it's the like? the tables have turned. Do you know what it's like? Do you feel it in your bones? This, this shame? This shame of being like, am I an intellectual? No. No. I just said anonymous. Tyranny. Wow. That is... I can't even blame that on Ohio. Like, that's not Ohio coming out. That's not a word. Um, Anonymous. I was like, what? Wait a second. Uh, What? Anonymous. There's there's anonymity. Anonymity? I think what I was thinking was anonymity. I'm going to give myself an excuse. Sure. Look, I do it all the time. (laughs) Look, I'm going to do it later in this episode. Guarantee you we're going to read the Declaration of Independence. You think I'm going to get through that? No. No, because you know what? It was Did they so use smart. Words? <laughs> they used so many words and no punctuation. It's just Bless fucking up. commas. The whole thing is four sentences and eighteen thousand words. Look, guys, stay for me drowning while reading. It's the gonna Declaration be great. Independence. Yeah. So the authorship of the Declaration of Independence was originally anonymous. Anonymous. Jefferson didn't gain renown as the author until the seventeen nineties. Ah. Like 20 Tom? years later, people were like, who wrote this? Wait, Tom did this? I love you? this work. Bless. It's like, where did you get that top? Thomas Jefferson? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so those drafting the Declaration of Independence, these five men were like taking a fairly brave step because what they were doing essentially was committing an act of treason against the British crown. It's that's such bullshit that like <laughs> the five men were the ones com- like, I'm like, 
we all want this. You know, there's literally a like a Congress behind them being right, like, right, right. you five do it. Right. It's like, no, we're all committing an act of treason. All of us. All they're gonna, 56 they're of gonna us. They're going to have to come over here and hang all of us. I know. Committee of 56 over here. That's right. Absolutely not. If I was a committee of five, which again, I would not be, but I would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> Accountability, people. Accountability. <laughs> well, because we're putting the pen to parchment, even though we know we all want this. Come on. Come on. Come uh, on, you slithery little snakes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in, I'm, I can't feel my face. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, so it was a brave step for them to put their name to this document where they basically were like, you can't see it. That's I'm a visual. breaking up with you. You're throwing a peace sign, and it's No, so this, stressful. okay, this is how much British television I've been watching. This is this. Oh, that's, oh, that's. Two fingers flipped is a is middle a, finger. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were like, peace and love. (laughs) And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. To those at home, whatever. Yeah. They broke up with, they They broke up with Great Britain. They sent a full ass long letter. Yeah. With signatures. With signatures. That is an OG harsh breakup. And the document ends, we're going to read the whole, not the whole thing, but selected pieces of it. But it ends with them saying, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. So they were like in a very deep relationship with each other, these five men, pledging their blood, sweat, and tears, and like to love each other forever and signing this Declaration of Independence. I Next time I have to break up with somebody, ask me if I'm going to end with, (laughs) we mutually pledge to each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. But you would write it with me, not with your significant other. You would be like, Arden, I pledge to you. Arden, I pledge to you. My life and fortune and sacred honor. And I would be like, same. Same. Don't go back to him. (laughs) He isn't good enough for you. He hurt you and I will hurt the fuck out of him. That's so true. It's I'm not dating, so it's great. It's great. It's great for everyone. But I love that it was like I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. This is literally like what I imagine football players do at halftime, where they're just like, (laughs) We mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. All right, let's go get him. And then they slap asses. (laughs) Go dogs. <laughs> but uh this might be a touch of toxic masculinity. I can't quite tell yet. I can't quite tell. It's it reads very like it comes at the end and so they it's like they have this intro paragraph and then it's the paragraph that like everybody knows about like I forget what it starts with. It's like the we what's the one that's famous? Uh, we hold these Jews to be self-evident. Like it goes to that. And then they go through and they basically talk about like why they hate King George and what King George has done to them. Yeah, drag um, him. Drag him through the mud. Drag, drag. And then I love at the end that they're like, but we're together. But we, we're an ensemble. Yeah, we're we an are ensemble. in this together. We're creating our own theater company <laughs> and we're going to go to Broadway. <laughs> yeah. It's literally Lit Manuel. Love okay. them. Love them. Um, they're so emotional. They're so emotional. They're so emotional. But the founders were not. Wrote all happy chaps. About everything. You were very tired. Very tired. I'm looking at the notes, these also. notes and being like, Arden was asleep. <laughs> the founders weren't all happy chaps about everything. Mm-hmm. Also, this this was when I did have British television on. I love. It's like channels through me now. Happy chaps. Happy chaps. <laughs> the founders weren't all happy chaps about everything. <laughs> Great. Oh my God. I need to move to London. Okay. So 
Yeah, and a startup nation is difficult. Like it's difficult starting. Could you imagine? No, sitting down. I can barely get it together to sleep. I'm recording right now with my pants unzipped. (laughs) You think she's lying? I'm not. She is unbuttoned and unzipped. I unbuttoned and unzipped the minute I got in here because it's hot and my like my my mid is my midriff is sweating. (laughs) Sweating. Everything is sweaty. It's so hot in New York City right now. We can't get it together to clothe ourselves properly. And these motherfuckers started a nation. Started a. Fascination with six people and a goat. Bless. John Adams was not pleased. He wondered in 1805. Sorry, he was such a little sourpuss. I know. I, for one, am not pleased. <laughs> I am not pleased. Um, he wondered in 1805 if there was, quote, ever a coup de théâtre. What? I know. Hold on. A, a coup of theater? A coup de theater, a coup de théâtre. Coup de theater. <laughs> coup de theater. That had so great an effect as Jefferson's penmanship of the Declaration of Independence. He was like, this is big, you guys. Like, this Guys, is, I think we're doing something really we're doing amazing something, here. This is I think we have something special. Epic. <laughs> Jefferson himself didn't want to own the status of being the author of the Declaration of Independence until the last year of his life. He's Bless. so humble. He's so humble. So humble. Humble because Jefferson. Because this is what I was talking about earlier. In the 18th century, the Norman politics and society was like sublimation of self and political disinterestedness like you weren't supposed to be like i wrote it it is mine yeah it is my whatever i don't know but like it wasn't you weren't supposed to like put your name on it that didn't come until the 19th century the only and i say only development of the republican party the real only true difference between myself and thomas jefferson is i would have started the declaration of independence as lizzie stewart says (laughs) (laughs) We hold these truths to be self-evident that all Lizzie's are created equal. <laughs> Do you hear? That's the only difference between me and Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Otherwise, it's literally like the, only the mirror. One. It's like looking in the mirror. Literally the only one. So that's that. And I would love to bring that back because now we have like fucking Instagram influencers. And like, what is that? The founding fathers would be appalled. Jefferson humbly claimed that there were no new ideas in the Declaration of Independence. And bless him. Honestly, bless bless him. That's true. It's so true. He gave credit to Locke Montesquieu, the Scottish Enlightenment. Bless. Hell yeah. And hell yeah. Thank you, Emma Stone. Go Scots. For Scotland and for freedom. Ooh, that was good. Thank you. I cannot Very do hot. like a feminine yeah. Scottish accent. The only Scottish no, accent. No, no, no. It's do low. Is, like, it's broke. A burly war. Yeah. A laird. Wow. I uh, know. I fucking know. Listen, I'm already hot. Look. Uh, you can take away. What is it? You cannot <laughs> take away my freedom. Or oh, Shrek. <laughs> no, no, I'm Shrek. Donkey. <laughs> Donkey. Donkey. No, that was like a donkey. <laughs> Arden, leave the Shrek to me. <laughs> we have clear roles in this partnership. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right. Fuck. I shouldn't Sorry. have put my mascara on. All right. The Scottish Enlightenment. <laughs> the Scottish Enlightenment. So he based it on Locke Montesquieu, the Scottish Enlightenment, and the long struggle for English civil liberties, among other founts of liberty. Close quote. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So he was Good basing for him. it. I, don't know. I feel he like was... he's the only person ever who has cited his sources. Right. The like, only person who's put the little footnote at the bottom. Right. He's Bless. Like, these are my, these is, I stole this. I stole, <laughs> I rearranged words. I love that. Yeah. 
So, so tell me about the people. Tell me about the committee of five. The committee of five, guys. We're going to go through them ever so quickly and talk about who the committee of five were. So first we have, obviously, TJ, Thomas Jefferson, who was from a prominent Virginia family. Bless him. I know, right? He studied college at William and Mary and started practicing law in 1767. Uh, Thomas. He had been a lawyer for like 10 years when he wrote this. A little intellectual. He served in the Virginia House of what? Oh, don't say it. House of shh, House of I'm here for Burgesses? You. Burgess. 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 You're so close. Burgesses. You're, nope. <laughs> shut up. Not Bur- shut up. Bur- <laughs> Burge. S's. Yes. Burgesses? No, Burgesses. Burgesses. House of Burgesses. Okay. So he served in the House of Burgesses. <laughs> when, what the flop is favorite? in House of Burgesses? It's, like, it's a different word for like a Congress group of people. Then it's, say it's Congress. I've never in my absolute life heard oh of God. House of Burgesses. I, I love you so much. Oh my God. I'm so angry. I love you. Okay. So he served... You know where, when the anti-British tax sentiment was on the rise. So basically, like, Boston Tea Party yeah. shit was happening. He, yeah. was in, he was in the house He was of, he, you uh, know. He was in the Virginia house, basically. And, and people were like, this is bullshit. Bullshit. I'm, pay, I'm being taxed on my tea? Yeah, absolutely not. I'll Which show you. British blood, the uh-uh. tea? Like, I can't. I get it. I get Don't it. tax my tea. No. Don't tea the tea. No. Come on. The Stamp Act? No. Absolutely not. Nope. I, I can't get over it. like the t- the the T and the stamps. It's like it, go for the jugular. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Brits were like, "We'll hit him where it hurts." <laughs> Everybody needs stamps. <laughs> Let's see them get on without their fucking tea. <laughs> It's not like it's not like wheat or corn or tobacco. It's just like tea. Oh no! Oh no! It's gonna break the back. Tea, <laughs> the industry. Let's sit, have them sip on that. <laughs> okay. So back to Thomas oh, Jefferson. Who? Okay. Okay. So he built Monticello, right? Monticello. Mont- Monticello. Mm. He built Monticello. <laughs> Fuck me up. It says Monticello. Okay, it you, does. It does look like the phonetically. Uh, it's Monticello. Okay, so he built Monticello, um, <laughs> and he did own slaves, three of which he bought brought to Philadelphia with him to draft the document. So he brought his slaves. He brought slaves with him. Yeah. Oh, problematic, TJ. Problematic. Yeah, the whole his whole relationship with slaves is like really problematic. Yeah. Um, and he was, as we've talked about in the past, president from March. 1801 to 1809 so he served two terms as the third president of the united states right i believe that's right okay the next two we're not going to talk about too too much because we fucking know who they are so we have john adams who also ended up becoming president he was really moody john adams who also famously was father to John Quincy Adams, Mm -hmm. resident drama queen of the presidents. Uh, So he was one of the drafters and famous tinkerer Benjamin (laughs) Franklin. (laughs) uh, I feel like Ben Ben Franklin just sort of had his hand in everything. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be over here. It's like, I feel like there was like four Ben Franklins for the amount of stuff that he was up to. I feel like he's the original. um, Have you ever... I had to read his autobiography for uh, when I was at school, hmm. and he he was like the original kind of self-made man. Like he didn't 
con- like he wasn't hugely wealthy. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I feel like he was great at networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, really great at networking. Yeah, and super smart, very intelligent. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, this one, he has no pedigree, but he's gonna give us electricity." Okay, he's gonna, he's just yep. gonna like give us electricity. He's gonna create glasses. Like what? Sorry, love. Yep. So John Evans and Ben Franklin are also a part of the Committee of Five. Next up, we have one of our unknown individuals, Roger Sherman. So sweet old baby Roger was born in Massachusetts in 1721. Excellent year for me. Studied law and became a judge and then worked in the government. Love that. He ended up becoming a member of the Connecticut General Assembly and the Continental Congress. Obviously, that's why he's here. Mm-hmm. He proposed the Great Compromise. Roger, nobody remembers you. I know, right? That's he, like, so was, like, shitty. I think we should just have two different le- bodies in our legislature yeah. and like w- stop the fucking fighting. You yeah. small states can have representation in the Senate and you bigger, more populous states can have representation in the House. What is so hard? Why are we fighting? This, this, this uh, yeah. Roger, I hear you. I see yeah. you. I see you, Roger. Roger passed the bar exam without any formal law training. Yes, you did, yes, Roger. You did, Roger. Yes, oh, I see a prodigy. Yes, Roger. He's like the unsung, like, uh, these two, I was really excited to learn about these two yeah. dudes because they're like very, very accomplished yeah. and like tradition. Like there's nothing wowing about them. Like Ben Franklin was like, I'm going to go fly a kite and discover electricity. Right. And create glasses and create glasses. And these two guys were like, um, I was a child prodigy of the legal system prodigy. at nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> I know seven languages. I know and I've languages never and... left the country. I'm sorry. I have an honorary degree. So what's, sorry. What's your, what were you saying? Yeah. Yeah. Next fun fact about Roger Sherman. He was the treasurer of Yale College from 1765 to 1776. Oh, and they on- they awarded him an honorary Master of Arts degree. I know, right? Bless. I know. Although if I was saying, I'd be like, wait, I'm a lawyer? <laughs> Why are you giving <laughs> me art? Art degree? Okay. I love that. Yeah. That To me, my hope is one day is I get like an honorary master's degree in economics. You know what I mean? Like that's my dream. My Lizzie Stewart vision board dream is to get like. Any particular college or university? Absolutely not. You think I have the right to be like, no, I want this one. (laughs) Any will do. (laughs) Could be University of Phoenix. That's you. (laughs) I'd be thrilled. Uh, Roger Sherman published almanacs. Yes, he did. Bless his heart. That's he cute. was like, people should know the weather. People should know the weather. Uh, I'm here honestly, for you. Uh, Roger Sherman served sh- 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 in the House and then in the Senate after Independence. Busybody. I know he was. He did a lot. And then he died in office. Did he die as a senator? I feel like that's good. That's right. You know what I, I mean? Like he died doing what he loved. He did so much. This man. Yeah. Bless you, Roger Sherman. We're so sorry. We literally don't know who you are. Yeah. So that's Roger. And the next we have Robert, not to be confused with Roger. Robert Livingston. Yep. Robert was born in New York. Shout out in 1746. Robert studied law at King's College and then graduated in 1764. So that's now Columbia University. Shout out to Arden's alma mater. Hi. Robert studied law under the Chief Justice of New York. Yes, Queen. I know, right? Uh, Go right to the source. Uh, Robert was probably a member of the Sons of Liberty in New York. Why do we think probably? Because that's what the internet told me. I love that. Because Robert was a member of the... Pro, <laughs> shut up. I provincial, provincial, pro, pro, vin, 
Provincial. Yes. Provincial. Bravo. <laughs> Provincial Congress of New York. Robert was selected to attend a con- Continental Congress. So basically they were like, because you're this, you can come with us. You can come with us. You've been promoted. Because you're an active member of our group. You can come to this other big exclusive group. Yes. Yep. Robert was appointed Secretary of Foreign Affairs, a.k.a. Secretary of State, soon after the Articles of Confederation were adopted. We'll talk about the Articles of Confederation in a later episode. He served that post until 1783. Yeah. Yes, Robert. Yeah. Uh, good for you. Robert was an advocate for the federal constitution and served as a delegate to the New York Convention held in Poughkeepsie. I know, in right? In 1788 to ratify it. Yes, Robert. So he was there at the Constitution trying to get it to her. And then on April 30th, uh, 1789, Robert administered the presidential oath of office to George Washington. Robert, good for you, honey. I'm so proud of you. No, he did I'm so, so much. I'm so proud of him. He did, he did a lot. He literally did the oath? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. No, Lizzie loves a good oath. I love an oath, and I'm just like, I don't know why. I feel like I'm just proud of Robert. I know. But he also read the last one. Oh, my God. I know. Guys. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Robert was the one who negotiated the Louisiana Purchase from the French. How do we forget about him? I was born in Louisiana. (laughs) Robert. Thank you, Robert. Lizzie could have been... A French I citizen. <laughs> Sounds really great right now. But <laughs> Robert. I know. I I'm so mad we forgot about him. Good for Robert. I know. Shout out to Robert Livingston and Roger Sherman. For living. unsung heroes of this country. For being like this, the like. So busy. So busy. They were, they were both so booked busy. and blessed. Yes. I love that for them. Wow, that's so exciting. It was really that's great. That's so exciting. So yeah. that but that's the committee of five. Yeah. A great a great five. Yeah, a great five. Great five. A group solid of five. Dudes. Other than John Adams like sometimes having a bad attitude, like I don't have any complaints about the committee of five. No, I think yeah, I mean it would have been nice if they didn't own humans, but totally. Totally. Or if there would have been, I don't know, women or women. people of color. Right. You know? <laughs> great. A dream. A dream. One can dream. So let's talk about like how we got to the Declaration of Independence. Yes, yeah, tell because me about it. How did they get there? What was okay. their writing like? So initially, when the Revolutionary War broke out, there were very few colonists who wanted independence from Great Britain, and those who did, like John Adams, were considered like very <laughs> radical. You know, John Adams, that little radical rascal. <laughs> there was not. Look at his portrait. There's nothing radical about John Adams. <laughs> He looks like he's been eating the same breakfast every year for the past 45 years. It's like oatmeal with brown sugar and a glass of milk. That's John. That's the brand of John Adams. The radical. Get out of town. Come on. King Robert Livingston. That's a radical. That was a radical. That dude was like, we're buying Louisiana. We're buying Louisiana for literally no money. Robert is a genius. We bought Louisiana for the money in my pockets. Like we bought, we literally. How much did we buy it for? It was like like a million dollars. Two million dollars. Like an, 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 
insanely low amount of money yeah. for how much land? Yeah. We got like the entire West. The entire West. We bought America. The French were like, you know what? I just, we can't get over there we right now. We cannot do this. Uh, There's too much. It is too much. Uh, maybe you can uh, cultivate the land. Uh, we I mean, will, honestly. Uh, hit you like... back later for the um, corn. Having been through <laughs> corn, too much corn. We don't eat corn here in France. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, having been to, like, a large portion of the Louisiana Purchase, like, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, we don't know what this land is. You want it? Great. Give us monies. Yeah, give us, like, all the money in your your pocket and a hug, and we'll just call it a day. (laughs) And Robert's like, dope, done, done. bless, bless. Sign, cha-ching. So King George wanted to squash the rebels, obviously. Obviously. Uh, He was like, "Mm, what are you doing? That's not okay. Absolutely (laughs) not. And so he ordered more troops to go to the colonies to contain them. But... The, the people in the colonies got wind of this. Uh, love. That they that he was sending Nobody can people. keep a secret. <laughs> no, no, no. It's literally, we don't have cell phones. We don't have electricity. Like, we are living in perpetual darkness. And yet, somehow, the gossip can still fly. Right? Like, somebody who was, like, in the chamber or around the king. It's like, somebody had heard about that and then yeah. came, to this, came to the colonies and was like, what do you... You know he's sending people, he's, right? Coming, like, you've right? heard... You've I'm heard sorry. that this is happening. Like, I heard from... Yeah, my friend. I heard from John. Who heard from John? Who heard from the goat that they're coming? They're coming. The British are coming. Yeah. So word got to the colonies about the King George's plan in like January of 1776, and when I read that, I was like, I'm sorry. In six months, they managed to like rile up the country, Look, uh, get a committee of five together, do write the this Declaration of Independence. Independence. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, six months. Yeah. That's. Less time than it took for us to appoint a, appoint a new Supreme Court justice. Like, oh that God, is totally. insane. Yeah. Um, we couldn't get this podcast off the ground in six months. Are you fucking kidding me? Literally took us eight. It took us eight months. Crazy. So that happened in January 1776. And, of course, like, this served as the impetus for the creation of the Declaration of Independence and the Continental Congress because people were like, I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We'll show we you. We are no we'll longer a part a of you. We'll write a strongly worded letter. Yeah. And this is also at the same time Thomas Paine wrote Common Sense. Yes. Claiming that independence was a natural right. Love. And it sold more than 150,000 copies. Thomas. So that's like how they got also like the public on board. So it wasn't just like yeah. the people who were running the it's government propaganda. who were creating the government. Yeah. It was like they needed the support of the country. And honestly, yeah. Not even the country. The people in the they needed the support the, of the colonists. The five other people yeah. and the goat. And the goat. So then at the Second Continental Congress during the summer of 1776, Tommy J. of Virginia was then charged with drafting the formal statement that justified the 13 North American colonies breaking away from Great Britain. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yeah. We love it. Got his writer's group. Got his writer's group together. And then as of like late spring in 1776, more and more colonists favored an official or permanent break from Great Britain. And so in mid-May, eight of the 13 colonies said that they would support independence. So then on June 7th, Richard Henry Lee of Virginia formally presented a resolution before Congress stating, quote, that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. I love these. I love these. Ought to be like we are, and that's the way it fucking should be. And it should be mic drop. drop. I love that. Yeah, Richard Henry Lee. 
yeah, he was like, this is bullshit. We're breaking away. And then according to an account that Thomas Jefferson wrote in 1823, other members of, of the committee unanimous, unanimously, so he's talking about himself, unanimously pressed on myself alone to undertake the draft, he means of the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And he says, I consented. I drew it. But before I reported it to the committee, I communicated it separately, separately to Dr. Franklin, which... Pause. I love that he calls him Dr. Franklin. Dr. Franklin. We don't call him Dr. Franklin we do anymore. We not call him Dr. Franklin, and he honestly has deserved it. He was up on his roof with a fucking kite being like, something's going to happen. <laughs> and then it just got literally straight up electrocuted yeah. and was like, I think we can I use think, this. I, knew I think this we is, can use this. We, this is good stuff. Yeah, this is great. This is good, good, good. Yeah, yeah Dr. Franklin. Dr. Franklin. So he says, so back to the quote, I communicated it separately to Dr. Franklin and Mr. Adams requesting their corrections. I then wrote a fair copy, reported it to the committee, and from them, unaltered to, to the Congress. Aww. So he's saying, like, I love this. I love that I we got have an I got notes. He literally got notes. I love Good. It. I know. I love that he was like, <laughs> they asked me to do it. I said yes. I did it. And then I sent it to committee. They sent it to Congress. And blessed, they liked it. Like, that's Boom. the whole, <laughs> Not to His my whole horn, story. Beep, 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 beep. I love it. So the Continental Congress then reconvened after Congress had passed this draft of the Declaration of Independence. They reconvened on July 1st. And then the following day, 12 of the 13 colonies adopted Lee's resolution for independence. Yes, Lee. I know. He did good. Yes. The process of consideration and revision of Jefferson's declaration, including the corrections from Mr. Adams and Dr. Franklin (laughs) continued on July 3rd and into the late morning of July 4th, which is why we celebrate July 4th and like not the first, second or third. Yep. Although it does then totally give credence to why we take the entire month of July off because this literally happened over the period. Look, it's of like I at can't keep track of their whole, They took up. It was a process. It's our birthday month. It's our birthday month. Yeah. During which Congress. So during this, like the late in the day on the July 3rd and the early morning of July 4th, Congress deleted and revised like about one fifth of the text. But anyway, good, good. Kill your darlings. Yeah. <laughs> Kill your darlings. We do not need a two page declaration of independence. No, no, no. One page. One page. One page. One nice word document. <laughs> Invent a computer and put it in a word document. It would be amazing. That'd be great. So then Congress officially adopted the declaration of independence later in the day on the 4th of July. Although most historians now accept that the document wasn't signed until August 2nd. So what does it say? I will tell you. We're going to, we're going to, there's, there's three sections. There's the opening paragraph, there's the middle, and then there's the conclusion. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk us through a little bit of the opening paragraph and I'm going to try to say all the words and we're just going to, it's great. It's all going to go along with it. Like if any, if any English professor, nay, any professor if you handed them this paper, they would be like, it would just be full of red marks. Red marks. Because this opening paragraph is only a paragraph because it's six fucking lines long. And there is one period. And there's at one the period end. and 18,000 um, commas. And, and not, not any commas. One comma. There's two commas. Mm-hmm. There are two commas in what I'm about to read. So give you know it a what? whirl. If it doesn't sound good to you, don't, don't blame Lizzie. <laughs> okay. The opening paragraph says The unanimous declaration. Of the 13 United States of America, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of earth, of the earth, 
the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the end of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Okay. So I discovered a couple more commas along the way. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. It was so bad. It was so, it's so, and like, str- my shoulders go up to my ears. I'm so I stressed when I read this stuff. It's so wordy. Like, it starts out strong and yeah. then it deviates. And you're like, I love this, like, to assume the powers of the earth, the separate <laughs> and equal station. And I was like, You fucking drama queen. Drama queen's also the like, The powers <laughs> of the earth. The earth. <laughs> also, not it's of like, the country, the earth. The earth. Like our powers combined, wind, water, fire. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, air. <laughs> Laws of nature and nature's god. And I nature's love that nature, god. I love that it's nature's god. Nature's god. That Look. feels like fairly heretical to me. Like, because mm-hmm. God sh- like created nature. Yeah. So, like, the it's fact very that they're saying nature's god, I was well, like, honestly, I could get on board. What's with the that. word for multiple gods? Like when you worship multiple gods, poly. poly. Polytheism. polytheism. Our yeah, producer yeah, yeah. Kate says polytheism. Yep. Our producer Kate is always there for me <laughs> when I don't know the words. <laughs> Poly- yeah, it's very polytheistic. Yeah, yeah. It's time to break it's up. Time this to break is up. this is their breakup thesis statement. Yep, that's, that's and I it. love that for them. I love that. So then we get into the next paragraph is the famous paragraph that gets cited and various things and it's like you don't know all of it but you'll know the opening line. Ready? Here oh, we go. Oh God. Okay. Okay. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. So he's like, everybody, every white man has these rights. Yeah. But you know, what's interesting because yes, it's like white men, white men, 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 men. And then it goes and then it says it is the right of the people to alter it. It's like, why didn't they say it is the right of Man. Right. Men. Yeah. The man. Right. Any sort of version of man. That's like, I'm like, I think there was, I mean, I've, I don't know. I vaguely remember being in um, like American history class and there being some discussion of a debate about like who should be included. Like they specifically didn't want to solve the slavery question in these founding documents. And yeah. so they just like main, didn't mention it at all. general language. Yeah. 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 Just curious. Yeah. yeah. They're like, if, if the, if he's, like doing you dirty yeah then you deserve to leave it is right. your right when, to leave right like whenever any form of government becomes destructive the people get to say no the people get to say no no honey yeah. absolutely not because goodbye the, and good day goodbye and good day because the power like the the power of the government comes from the people like the yeah. pe- it only has power if the people buy into it it's mm-hmm. like money my mm-hmm. 20 bucks is only 20 bucks if everybody agrees that it has the and same value yeah. yeah yeah so then there's like another paragraph after that that i'm not going to read because he basically just elaborates on this whole idea of like the government is of the people it should work for the people get right. rid of it if it's not working for blah, you blah, blah, recount blah, all your blah. life blah 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 and then they go into this whole section where they 
like tear the shit out of King George. Drag him. And I, they drag him through the mud. And yes. honestly, like, Let's great. Let's do it. Give it to me. I'm ready to drag him. Okay. They were so pissed. I'm so, so petty. Let's do it. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Give me the tea that you're taxing. <laughs> So it says the history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations. <laughs> usurpations? Usurp look, don't, don't ask me. <laughs> Fuck. What do you how do you say this? Usurpation. So we're gonna say usurpation. And I apologize if, if we're wrong. Look, not correct. it's not that's our fault. What, this is a bad word. It's a bad word. That's what the Declaration of Independence says. Listen, whatever. I'm not Thomas Jefferson. No, I am close. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so just to start that whole thing over, because I'm sure you've forgotten, the history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, <laughs> let facts be submitted to a candid world. Show me the receipts! Yes, bitch! Show me the receipts! Oh, it's so good. Lay it out for me. Paint the picture. I want him to write uh, a screenplay. Like, oh, my could you imagine? I want Look him. Look at this little Aaron Sorkin. Come love. on. Let facts be submitted to a candid world. Fuck me. Like, that is <laughs> so good. Let the record show that Woo. he's no good. Oh, my God. It's oh, my God. Then I'm there's so bullet points. On. There's bullet points. Okay. So then, and they list quite a few bullet points. We're going to read some. These are not all, but these are the juicy ones. Okay. So the facts that they're submitting to a candid world. So they say that the king has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. Mm. He's being a little bitch. Being a jerk. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, mm. a right inestim inestimable to them and formidable to, to tyrants only. He's like... The small groups of people can have representation, sure. The bigger groups, you seem like a mob. You don't you get don't any get representation. representation. Yeah. 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 He has dissolved representatives, representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness <gasps> his invasions on the rights of the people. Manly firmness? I know. Listen, the <laughs> only reason I put that one in is because it says manly, manly firmness. firmness. That makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I, I am offended. He has created a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people. And God bless. I will try and say this with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> say it out loud. <laughs> say it. Oh, God. It's so good. Okay. And eat out their substance. Oh, no. <laughs> And eat out their substance. Does that mean like eat their food? <laughs> so not only are they not harassing us, but they're eating our cheese. <laughs> our good cheese that we made from the goat's milk. Our bread. <laughs> they're eating our corn. What else did they eat back then? Rice? <laughs> Right. They're taking our barley. <laughs> you know, oh there's a. God. I love it. It must have been a real Oof. problem because TJ's just like, he's right now. He's like, you know, he's, he's not giving us proper representation. He's not paying the judges. And he allows them to take our food. <laughs> to eat 
about our substance. God like damn. Life, liberty, oh, the it's so good. Pursuit of happiness. Stop touching my stuff. <laughs> Also, Third Amendment. You cannot come into you our house. You cannot come into my house. You cannot come into my house and eat my food. These uh. fucking British soldiers. Uh, you, a I, bunch of snackers. Come on. <laughs> like, jeez Louise. Oh, my God. Honestly, uh, eat, eat their substance. Sorry. You have to say the whole thing. Or eat out their substance. Thank sorry, sorry. Much. Eat out their substance. God. Uh, these poor guys. Oh, God. That's so guys good. Eating their oh, food. God. Damn. You know what it's like when your roommate eats your food? It sucks. It's I get so- it. I'd put it in the Declaration of Independence, too. <laughs> Do you think they went through a version of Article 3 that was like, okay, they can't have our goats. They can't have our house. They can't eat our I'm substance. sure. I'm sure it was very long. I'm sure huh? it was very long. And then somebody was like, Hold on. Okay, let's just fucking condense. They this. just yeah. can't come in. Yeah, they can't if they if we don't let them in the door, then they can't. They eat can't the food. come in. They can't no. sleep in the beds. They can't take the showers. Right. They can't play with the kids. They no. can't do any of it. Can't you do anything. I mean? They just can't come in the house. They can't come in the house. Okay. Wow. God, that was so good. That I, was fun. That was like a, that was I loved that. Okay, King George, he has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislature. People were coming in and eating People our food. People were eating our food. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution. It is foreign to my constitution. And unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Wow. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, say what you will. There is a reason that you wrote this. Yeah. Plundered, ravaged, burnt, destroyed. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Buzz I'm words. in love. Great. Buzzwords. Okay, we've got two more two more bullet points we're going to go through. He, King George, at this time, tran- he is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, <gasps> desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous, barbarous ages, bar- barbarous? barbarous, and totally unworthy of the head of a civilized nation. He was like, Whoa. you are unqualified. You're killing us. You have come here in circumstances of cruelty and perfidy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna address that word. I'm not even gonna give it the time of day. And he is unworthy, the unworthy head of a civilized nation. He's like, you are not qualified. You don't deserve this it. This is the biggest double finger totally. to the crown. I, totally. I like. This is masterful. How do they teach us this? Like, I love that we all know the opening, that like famous opening paragraph. Yeah. It's like, we hold these truths to be self-evident. This so is so nice and is. so sweet. This is where the meat is. They yeah. were like, no, bitch. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Last one. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Yes. yes. Uh, Give me that tattoo. The that knife is in the so heart. good. Go for the jugular. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. We've been, we've been like reasonable. We've tried yeah. to talk to you and yeah. you're unfit to rule free people. Sorry, you aren't listening bye. to us. We have written letters. We have sent good people to talk with you and you fundamentally refuse and you keep coming to kill us and steal our shit. And Fuck eat you. our food. And eat our food. 
Eat out our substance. Eat out our substance. I will continue to use that phrase. Absolutely. So that's that's the section where we really drag King George and then we just wrap it up in a bow. (laughs) We have a we have the concluding paragraph, which states we therefore the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the (laughs) rectitude of our intentions due in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and right and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connections between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. And that... And that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support (laughs) of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. I... I needed help halfway through. Uh, yeah. I felt like I was drowning. I love that this is the edited version. This is the edited this is version. This is the edited version. This was where they were like, well, he's just like good. frantically, like oh the parchment God. was torn in yeah. places because yeah. the quill, he was dragging the quill. He was Ugh. angry. Like I just, mm. he, it's so, Woo. it's so full of emotion. Woo. Basically they're just like, we have the right to declare our independence right. and we love each other. And we love each other. <laughs> and we have the right to, <laughs> since we're declaring our independence, we have the right to do all of these things. Yeah. And I love my brothers. I love that. That is the declaration of independence yep. in a nutshell. In a nutshell. And mm. as always, we're going to round out. On fun facts. On fun facts. On fun facts. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I love it. Super, super fun fact that I'm so excited about. Elbridge Jerry signed the Declaration of Independence. Elbridge Jerry gets so much play on this show. Elbridge Jerry. Sweet Elbridge. Talk about another busy bee. He was everywhere. He was just over being like, yo, I'll do the Declaration of Independence. I'll Mm -hmm. create gerrymandering for the next thousand years. I'm just going to do whatever. I'm going to do me. I fucking love Elbridge Jerry. Fun fact, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were sent to Fort Knox during World War II after the attacks on Pearl Harbor. Whoa. They were scared. Yeah. They They were were really scared. Well, they were like, okay, if they're attacking Pearl Harbor, then it's probably super likely that they're going to attack attack Washington, D.C. Right. And if they attack, like... We, have we to gotta have our documents. documents. Yeah. Like we gotta move them. So they went to Fort Knox wow. for the Could war. You imagine wow, yeah. As stated in the Oscar Award winning film National Treasure, there is a message written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. It's not a full ass map, although I wish it was. But this is there is there literally is writing on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and it says this. Original Declaration of Independence dated July 4th, 1776. That's it. That's that's what it says. And they think they think that this was a written much after like way after the Declaration of Independence. Oh, was really? And Somebody they, was like, they, what is this? We better just label they, it. it was, they think it was a label. They think it was a label when they like had it rolled up and like in somebody's bookshelf, like not out on display. Yeah. They're like, fuck, what did I? Oh, right, right, right. Gotta write this down so I don't forget. 
Yeah. So I think it was a label that was added, you know, wow, that's probably in so 1800s. funny. I know. I, I know. I love that where they're like, somebody's going to mistake what this is. <laughs> I better write it down. I better write it down also because it's the original. It's the original. So we want to make sure it's the original. Roger Stockton was the only signer to recant his signature on the Declaration of Independence after being captured and tortured in prison by the British. Honey, why would you go back? I don't know. Um, When he was finally free, he recanted his recantion and pledged loyalty to the state of New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shut up Roger, i mean you me had too so but many like... options and you're like i'm back i'm free i believe in the declaration of independence but most importantly i believe in the state of new jersey i love the jersey shore roger i'm so sorry so so sorry Woof. that that that's what you chose i love i mean i have a good time whenever i go to new jersey i wouldn't pledge my loyalty i absolutely would not i absolutely would not <laughs> The title that was initially presented to the Congress was this. A declaration by the representatives of the United States of America in General Congress assembled. Oh As my we're God. so ever heard. I mean, like, Declaration of Independence. Good, sure. clean. Yeah. We love it. It's succinct. We get it. Bopity bop bop. Yep. But, like, a declaration of representatives of the United States of America in General Congress assembled. Which it stands for. No, no, I'm just like, no, I'm, no. I'm dead. You're trying too hard. You're you doing too much. So hard. Yeah. Thomas. Everybody knows you're smart. You don't have to like push it forward. No. Just like take a breath. Edit. Edit. I feel like Ben Franklin was the one who was yeah. like. But the action. Yeah. Declaration of Independence. And then last fun fact. I love this fun fact. Uh, it also has to do with John Hancock. John Hancock, who was the president of the Congress, was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence because he was the president. And legend says that he signed his name so large that so that King George III could read it without his glasses on. Wow, he was Drag like her. blind bitch. It's like I'm read make me. Sure, there's no confusion here. What a petty little bitch! I, I love. love it. I would have done the it. same thing. I would have been like, "Come get me! Come get me! Fight what are me. you gonna do? Come eat my food? Guess what? You're already doing it. <laughs> You're already doing it. What more you can can't you hurt take me anymore? from me? I have no more flour. <sighs> so good. <laughs> and that's the end of my fun facts. I love love fun facts. And that is the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, that's our show. That's you our show. Guys, we we Lizzie and Arden just declared independence, independence. from Great Britain. It's crazy. Yeah, it's that was good. But yeah, that's our episode. You guys, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. You say it anyway. Say it say. anyway. You know that we love you so, so much. And uh, we literally would do anything for you. So uh, just remember that. And if you liked what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe. And you know what? I'm going to give you a little homework i'm gonna give you a little <gasps> hw tell me i tell want me. you to knock knock ding dong on your friend's door and be like hey have you heard of let's get civical <gasps> that's it end quote that's all you have to do that's your homework for this week let yep. us know how it goes we love you so much and we will see you next wednesday Yay!